Hey, Isolators, it's me, Ben Fast, with another bonus mini episode. Well, that's cool. Right? I've been talking with authors a lot on the podcast recently. In the first episode of the book club series I'm running this winter, one of the live studio audience members was herself a writer. Kira Farnan is the author of I Only See in Black and White, a memoir about living with autism and the way that shapes her experiences in everyday life. I know a little bit about autism from my work in museum education. I was fortunate enough to run a sensory-friendly event at the Copperbelt Railway and Mining Museum in Whitehorse, Yukon, back in 2016. At that event, I learned a lot about how autism and other sensory spectrum disorders challenge how people of all ages interact with the world around them, and it's different for everybody. I know some great educators here in Alberta, or back in my home province of BC, who are also making those museum spaces and programs welcoming to people who may not experience their environment the same way you or I do. But with that said, I've rarely actually talked with someone who lives with autism, or who can communicate that life and their own experiences in a way that makes sense to me, let alone who has written a book about it. Kira was happy to talk with me about her life and writing her book, and I'm excited to play that conversation for you here. So Kira, thanks for talking with me today. Yeah, no problem. So your book is called I Only See in Black and White, and it's about your experiences living with autism. So can you tell me a little bit about what you talk about in the book? In my book, I talk a lot about my experiences with dating and being bullied and not really like fitting in and just like feeling as though I don't belong and feeling really isolated and I wanted to write a book about autism to kind of um, let people with autism know that they're not alone in the world and educate anyone who's been through similar challenges or maybe has a friend or family member on the spectrum. And so why did you call it I Only See in Black and White? Is that something about the autism itself? Yeah, it's something about the autism. It's about like needing a clear answer, not really like a maybe or maybe later kind of thing. Right, right. Um, can you tell me a little bit about about autism for yourself? When did you find out that you had autism? I found out pretty early on. I found out when I was about seven years old. I just wasn't learning on the same level as my classmates. And um, my school actually suggested that I go uh, get testing for autism and I think I got testing at Children's Hospital and that was a really long process and yeah it takes a really long time to get tested for autism it's not really like something very simple. And so your book covers from that point on all the way to now or is it more focused on sort of your later part of life? It talks a lot about my teenage years as well as like um, growing up and right now I'm 25 so it talks about like everything that I've been through like from then to like 25 so yeah I say it like talks about like basically everything I've been through mm -hmm. and is this your first book that you've written this is my second book my first book was when I was 13 I wrote it about poetry about autism but I have another book coming out hopefully I want to release it in April 2021 and hopefully if the COVID ever ends, I'll have, I'll have um, the opportunity to have another launch. Hmm, cool. What's that book going to be about? Can you tell us anything about that? It's 
about a little boy who is struggling with his sexuality and can't really make friends. So he dreams of this cat who kind of comes to life in his imagination. And in, by the end of the book, he makes a friend. So the cat kind of like slowly disappears and he kind of like learns how to like come to terms with his sexuality and make friends. And I don't want to spoil too much, <laughs> but that's kind of like what it's about. Okay, cool. Well, we look forward to that one, hopefully in April. Some people view autism as something that limits a person uh, if they don't understand it. And you write about how you've experienced a lot of struggles in some areas of your life. You mentioned bullying and, and troubles dating. Were there any challenges related to autism that you experienced specifically while writing the book or that that challenged you in writing the book? Um, I definitely like had um, issues with... Um feeling comfortable in my own skin. Like I had a lot of issues with employment and finding um, a s employer that was able to accept me for who I am. In the job I'm in now, I find that I'm a lot more accepted and I'm more comfortable um, working. And I feel as though the coworkers are more understanding. And I feel as though it's more like a nurturing environment and I've just had like little struggles like that where I've like disclosed to people, but they haven't really been understanding or accepting. Uh, writing a book is definitely easier for me, but I also worry that people who maybe don't really understand autism are gonna read it and then judge me even more. But I think it's just up to them whether or not they read it. It's My book's not gonna be for everyone. I've kind of accepted that, but for those who are interested in autism and willing to learn and listen, I'd love to like talk to them about it and kind of see what interests them about my book. Mm -hmm. Well, and on Amazon, there are a number of reviews from, from all around the world, really, of people reading your book and better understanding autism either for themselves or about the people that they may know or that they may live with. Um, how, does, how does reading those reviews make you feel about the impact of your book? Um, it makes me feel like really encouraged to continue writing and it's really nice to hear that my book touched them in some way and I'm glad that they enjoyed my book and it just inspires me to continue writing whether it be about autism or something else. I mean, I loved writing about autism but I also don't always want to be an author who just writes about her own disability. I want to like do a number of different things. Like I'd love to be able to write books and have them developed into movie, but movies, mm -hmm. but I don't know if I'm going to be the next J.K. Rowling or, or whatever. Like that takes a lot of practice and a lot of dedication. That just doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, is, is that something that you imagined happening when you wrote the book? Did you think that people all around the world would read it? I wasn't thinking that people around the world would read it, but I was hoping and I'd like to um, enter my book in some competitions to be like recognized around the world, but I haven't really gotten up to that yet. I've just been busy. Is there anything about autism that you said in the book that you really want people to know about? I'd like people to know that it's not, um, the same in all individuals, like we're all different and autism affects every 
individual like differently so there's no two like autistic people that are going to be the same so everybody's experience is unique and and something that you may think about somebody might not be the same for somebody else there's really low functioning people then there's people who are kind of like in the middle or there's higher functioning people like me who can hold a job and stuff and write a book yeah exactly <laughs> Um, I didn't ask you this question in advance, but one thing that I'm always curious about is what um, what people recommend in terms of books. Is there a book that you could recommend for people? Uh, I think anything by Temple Grandin would be a good book if you're looking for something about autism. Otherwise, I'm really like into books by Nicholas Sparks. I think he's a great writer and I love the books that he's written. I think he tells a really good romance story. Cool. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about on here today? Not really. I'm just, I'm just really grateful for this opportunity and thanks for having me on here. Yeah, no problem. It was great to hear about your book and, uh, and I look forward to hearing about more people around the world who get to read it. Thanks. My thanks to Kira Farnan for talking with me about her book, I Only See in Black and White. Here in Canada, it is estimated that 1 in 66 children are on the autistic spectrum, with 50,000 autistic teens yearly losing support as they move out of school and into adulthood. There is much that is misunderstood about living with autism, and it was great to hear Kira's book as having an impact by sharing her story. If you want to get a copy for yourself or for someone you know, visit Kira's website at kirafarnan.com. That's K-E-A-R-A-F-A-R-N-A-N.com or you can search for I Only See in Black and White on Amazon. There are lots of cool things coming with this podcast, including the next book club meeting with special guest CJ Levine on January 21st. Visit benfast.ca slash cool for more info. As always, thanks to Ron Yamauchi for the theme tune and Anna Schroeder for the logo. Until next time, thanks for listening to this bonus episode. A happy new year to you all, and stay well out there.